Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast PMM Interviews. In this podcast, we explore tips for how to interview like a boss for product marketing candidates through the lens of experienced leaders who run product marketing at some of the fastest growing tech companies in the world. I'm Nupur, a product marketer at Twilio. I'm really passionate about instilling confidence in aspiring candidates who are either thinking about pursuing a career in product marketing or are simply looking for tangible frameworks and takeaways in their current role to get to that next step. So if you're here for the first time and wondering what to expect this show will help you navigate your career and arm you with the confidence you need to unlock your full potential in interviews this show is produced by sharebird the peer mentoring platform for product marketers it's the place to discover on-demand resources and learn from top product marketing leaders get more advice and insights at sharebird.com before we get started Shout out to our sponsor, LaunchNotes. Trusted by hundreds of leading product marketing teams, LaunchNotes is the only dedicated platform for product change. Publish and send product updates, create and share product roadmaps, and collect and synthesize customer feedback, all in a way that's personalized, automated, and secure. With that, let me introduce you to our guest for today, Tamara Neeson, who heads global demand gen and solutions product marketing at Shopify. Tamara, welcome to our PMM Interviews podcast. Can you give us a quick introduction for our listeners? And also let us know if you're hiring. I'm sure our listeners would love to hear that. Well, great to be on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. As you mentioned, my name is Tamara Neeson. I lead global demand generation and solutions marketing at Shopify. And so really that is the team that brings solutions, campaigns, products, all together to bring new prospective merchants to our platform, but also make sure that we're communicating the products that are launching and coming to market that will help our merchants grow from a solutions standpoint. I have been here for roughly four years, and yes, we are absolutely hiring in various different product marketing capacities across the organization. That's amazing. Super, super exciting. To spice things up, we're going to start with the lightning round first. And the way this works is I'm going to ask a question and look to you for a quick answer within seconds. You can't take longer. Um, (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? I think so. (laughs) Okay, great. What was your first job? Translating documents for my dad's business from English to French. Ooh, French. Wow. Very impressive. Current Netflix binge or HBO Max. Oh, right now, just timely, the last season of Ozark. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I love that show. One to two words to describe your email inbox. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 16,926. Okay, that's the first time I've heard that. (laughs) It's awful. I know. I know. Okay, what's a company that you think does great product marketing? Ooh, good one. So many. One that comes to mind that I think is like not the typical answer, but more consumer driven Ikea, everything they do is just so hilarious. And you don't even think about how some of the quiet shuts can save family arguments as an example. Flooding my Instagram right now is Evernote. They are trying to convince me and it's somewhat working that I need those products uh, or their product, I should say. And then like, I have to answer this too in product perspective, because I think that's incredibly important. I think like Slack and fellow biased, obviously, because I use those, but they nail the in-product messaging. Love it. Great examples all around. What's the number one trait you look for when hiring product or solution marketers? Deep understanding and more importantly, empathy for their audiences. Mm -hmm. And finally, the top metric you want new hires to be motivated by. I think it depends on the role of product marketing that you're doing because there's many, but for me right now, it would be an acquisition target. So net new customers coming to the platform. 
Love it. Well, I don't know about you, but this was super fun for me. I hope you enjoyed it as well. I just love getting started with these sorts of quick fire round type questions. I think it helps our audience get to know the speaker a little bit better. So thank you for indulging me. I'm going to jump right into the meat of it now. So let's level set a little bit for our audience. You are someone that has had a long career in product marketing. You probably interviewed a lot of candidates over the years. What are some of your favorite interview questions to ask candidates that are applying for a product marketing position? I think I would have to narrow it down to two. And obviously there's so much more that goes into an interview and getting to know someone. But two of the ones that I like to ask consistently are one, tell me about a product launch or an adoption campaign that failed. And I like this question because it speaks to the level of comfort in making mistakes and taking risks, creating tests or experimenting. But more importantly, what happens after the fact? How deep did you go to understand why it failed? Was there a connection between positioning and messaging and how it resonated with the customer or user? I think that's really important. And we've seen examples where when we dig further into these things, we really uncover something new about the product that maybe wasn't as easy to understand as we assumed the the user would have. So I think that's an important one. I think it also speaks to their confidence in terms of making those mistakes. And then the other one is how do you influence the product roadmap? And that might be a very tactical question and very narrow, but it's actually much more broad. And I like to dig into their understanding of how they play a crucial role in the intersection between customer-facing teams, product-facing teams, and marketing teams, and how they take maybe those insights from the various teams to influence that roadmap from a more inbound perspective. And so taking the customer needs and sharing those with product teams, but also the relationships that are created with the product teams. And I think that's a really important role of a product marketer is how close you are with them, how much trust is there. And so digging into that question really opens up a lot of streams to dig into. I love that you said that. I mean, both the questions that you talked about seem absolutely on point. The first product launch question, I think a lot of product marketers tend to talk about how their launch was successful. That's where you mostly lean towards when you're answering that question, but you're right about trying to find out when did a product launch fail? And more often than not, it does. Sometimes in the pilot stage, you might get your messaging wrong or your pricing is wrong, but you can go ahead and make those changes in the beta stage or when it goes into general availability, if your product goes through those sorts of stages, of course. But I think the product launch question is a really insightful one. And of course, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think product marketing and with product management, I think the one currency that we have with PMs is if you're able to influence them and bring that customer insight to them to influence the product roadmap. So love both those questions. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. Well, well summarized there. Thank you. Okay, moving on to the next question. What are some of the common mistakes you see candidates make in BMM interviews? If you had to sit someone down and say, make sure to avoid these common things, what would you say? I think I might answer that a little bit differently. I don't know if I would say don't make these mistakes because it's not always crystal clear what those mistakes could be. It's also circumstantial and context in the role and the history of the candidate really shape what a mistake could be in an interview. So what I would maybe give advice on is don't be narrow-minded in your approach. Go in with the understanding that each company views the craft of product marketing differently, depending on the stage of the organization, how mature they are, how large they are, how complex their product line is, really can dictate what that PMM role is. It might be product-driven, it might be more solutions-driven, it might be more acquisition versus product growth in an existing customer base-driven. And so I think the best advice I could give is make sure you understand 
and how all of those can be different and how they play together when a company does have multiple versions of product marketing. And if they don't, then go into the role with a clear understanding of what the mandate is so you can come prepared with the right questions. Because again, the role of product marketing varies so much across industry and across companies. And so understanding the nuances and the differences between the two or three or four or five is really important in just coming in with an open mindset. You're absolutely right. I think the product marketing role differs so much in different companies and sometimes even within a company. Like what I do in product marketing is very different from what some of my peers do here at Twilio itself. So I can see how that is. And you're right. I think candidates should perhaps do their homework and try to figure out early on, either from the recruiter or the hiring manager in those early conversations, exactly what the role would demand of them. So they're much more prepared. Exactly. And I've learned a lot from this over the last few years myself. As we grow as an organization, we're becoming more focused and dedicated, if you will. So we do have folks that are more focused on product. We have others that are more focused on their audience and others that are more focused on bringing solutions to market with different metrics and mandates. And the reality is we all need to play well together in order for us all to be successful. So while there can be some interdependence, there also needs to be a system in place where it all comes together. And I think having a clear understanding of that will set any candidate up for success. Absolutely. Digressing a little bit, Tamara, if you don't mind, for our audience as well as for me, can you describe what's the difference between an inbound and outbound product marketer? Yeah, fair. I probably use that a little too freely and something that may be specific to our organization and I'm sure other places do, but it's not really well known across. So again, going back to the different levels of craft with PMM and stages of a business, you might only even have one product marketer at your organization, or you might have a hundred. And it's very easy to focus on one area of the business, depending on the business needs. So inbound and outbound, I would in quick summary, summarize inbound as the motion of influencing product roadmap, bringing research to the table, understanding the pain points that you're solving for, and perhaps, you know, customer frustrations that might be surfacing barriers to entry. And so really digging into those early stages of product development and bringing that intel to the product teams, but then also developing artifacts that support that. So it might be product briefs where we talk about, okay, what audience does this serve? What is the messaging and the positioning and the value prop per audience? audience and what are the product differentiators in comparison to our competitors. So that would be more the inbound piece that I'm referring to. And when I'm referring to outbound, I mean, the more go-to-market tactics, the launch aspects, what channels are we going to promote this on? What is the actual messaging and campaign wrapper that we're going to put around this? What audiences are we going to target with this? Is it primarily our existing customers? Is it prospects? Is it both? And how do I bring all of that together to create a go-to-market launch campaign? And so that's kind of the dividing line between inbound versus outbound product marketing, in my opinion. Thank you so much for that clarification. That helps a lot. I think I've heard the terms, but I've been quite confused about it as well. So thank you for that. All right. Next question for you. You talked about some of the go-to-market questions you ask, and you sort of already hinted a little bit on this, but what are the specific skills you're trying to suss out in PMM interviews? And do these skill sets change depending on the seniority of the candidate that you're interviewing? I love this question and very difficult question to answer in a succinct way, but I'll give it a shot. If I were to narrow it down, I think I'll kind of go to two. So the first one is the ability to zoom in and zoom out. 
And so in PMM, does the candidate have a deep curiosity and are they able to dig into, as an example, segmentation, user data, competitive intelligence, and prospect research, nodding to some of that inbound work I just mentioned. And to the point where they're willing to get either really resourceful and scrappy, but also not afraid to get really close with the people that know this the best. So are they willing to get on a call with customers or prospective customers? And I know in certain organizations, you can get resourceful and do this on on your own. And then in some organizations, you might have what I would think is, you know, maybe a little bit of a luxury and have access to data teams and researchers that can share this with you, but you still need to be able to articulate what you're looking for. What problem are you hoping to solve and how can you partner with them to answer that? That's still a skill set that you need to be able to tease out and apply it to the work that you're doing. And so that is a really big thing for me. And then to either support that or second to that, if the candidate is responsible for a specific product or a portfolio, and they have the responsibility of that full life cycle. So from launch to in-life growth to then end of life, and do they favor that inbound versus outbound work? Because I think if they're responsible for all of it, they can't lean on one or the other. They need to be able to do both. And so having experience in that, but also making sure that one is not favored over the other and that they don't necessarily stray away from the foundation that need to be in place. Right. And so what importance do they place on those foundational elements that ensures a successful in-life product experience or product launch? The more straightforward way of saying this is that do they make sure that the foundational work is done and not just focus on the sexy stuff? <laughs> like that. Oh, and then to answer your, the other question, so does this change in terms of the seniority? I think it does. I think that the broadness and what you're focused on and the outcomes and how you pull things together might change, but the foundations don't. And I think that no matter the seniority of a product marketer or a product marketing leader, those foundations are critical for success. And it honestly needs to be a part of the DNA. And I think this is what's so unique about the PMM craft is that these foundational elements have been ingrained in how we operate, that it does become a part of our DNA and what brings us together. It's like this common ground that PMM shares together that we just inherently know and must apply in order to be successful. So there is a bit of a playbook and that playbook morphs over time and depending on the role and the scope of your position. I really like that. And I love the terminology DNA, the PMM DNA. I think you're absolutely right. As I've grown in my own career, I found that I've been using the same foundational skills that you talked about, the same research skills, the same positioning skills, except perhaps I've probably owned a larger scope or had more autonomy over decision-making. But you're absolutely right. I think those core foundational PMM skills stay with you. So I love that terminology, PMM DNA. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. And I also think if I may say so, that it seems to attract a certain type of person. And I think it goes to that deep level of curiosity, ability to pivot, move fast and get your hands dirty so that you can be super scrappy and get to know your audience or your customer problem sets really, really well. I've seen that to be a common theme across successful PMMs. Absolutely. All right. So my next question is, is slightly different. So I'm curious, do you typically have one-on-one -on -one panel interviews? And then do you also have your candidates do a homework assignment of some sort? Are there basically specific rounds you like to structure your interview process around? Yes. And both one-on-one -on -one and homework assignments, if you will. And I'll even say that 
when we haven't run the case study or homework assignment or some level of experience where we dive deeper into a challenge or problem set, when we haven't done that, it actually hasn't served myself or the candidate very well. So I've made the mistake of hiring really fast and have skipped the more practical aspects of this interview process. And in the end, it wasn't great for us or the candidate. And so I think it's a really important step in this type of hiring process. So as I said several times, the role of PMM can be so different depending on the company. So I think it's really crucial that each party in this process gets a chance to dig into the role expectations. This is where the assignment actually comes in. And then how a candidate can think through a complex scenario or deliver a hypothetical strategy and plan. This shows how the candidate would apply themselves to that situation. And it doesn't just hire benefit me, the hiring manager, it also helps them understand the type of work they might be getting into. It'll open up greater discussion. It'll help understand or help them understand if they're a fit for the role as well as the other way around. So I think it's a really good two-way approach to figuring out, is this the best role for the candidate and is the candidate the best fit for the role? I like the way you put that. I think as candidates in the process, yeah, it's important that they know as well whether it's the kind of work that they want to be doing going forward and the kind of problems that they might be solving in the future. So absolutely, I think it's a two-way street and I love that you put it that way. Well, when you think of that product marketing case or that presentation, is there a certain type of question you like to ask candidates? Yes, sometimes it can be tailored. However, I think the general approach and trying to be mindful of our time and a candidate's time, because there's a lot of work to pull these things together, especially if you do have another job that you're currently fulfilling, asking them to either share a full go-to-market strategy for a product they have launched in the past or create a hypothetical scenario for them and ask for them to present back, you know, what are the phases? What were the stakeholders you brought in? What was the research conducted? How did you conduct that research? And really dig into that more hands-on work, as I mentioned. Again, like I want to learn, did this person zoom in? Did they zoom out? How did they weave it all together? And if they don't have this scenario already built into something they've done, then we've also worked in the past with candidates to say, what would be a more relevant case study for you to present? How can we dig into this skill set given the job description? What would be the best way for you to share that with us? And you know, we can work on that together. And on that note, I've actually had candidates come to me and say, hey, that's a great case study idea, but I've actually done this. Would that be an appropriate thing to share and kind of walk you through that? And that's worked really well too. That shows a lot of empathy and a lot of understanding for candidates' time, I think. Giving them the option to even showcase some of their work or bring their own case studies is really smart. And it's a great approach because you're right. I think a lot of candidates are perhaps balancing their day jobs with something of this nature. So that's really thoughtful of you. Thank you. All right. If you are an aspiring product marketer and you've never been in this role before, are there any tips you have for such aspiring PMMs that are approaching interview prep? The most successful PMMs that I know are the ones who are passionate about their product or their product portfolios or platform. And no matter how unexciting it might seem to some, they still have the ability to get their stakeholders and their audiences excited about it. And the starting point to this, to me, and I've somewhat touched on this earlier, but is a solid understanding of where you sit in the organization and how much responsibility you have in this role. And that is a keen understanding that you are the absolute fabric that brings product, sales, customers, and marketing teams together. 
you sit at the intersection of all of that, you bring it all together. And if you're a product-led organization, this is even more important. And so it's imperative that no matter what, you understand your customer audience. But one of the keys to getting there is to having an extreme trust or relationship built with both your product teams and your customer-facing teams to the point where you're the one that they both go to as a subject matter expertise in terms of all of the KPIs they're trying to hit as well. And so when it comes to the incentives or what the product team's goals are and the merchant-facing team's goals are, you're the one that's bridging those two together so that they are both successful and you are successful by default. Well said, Tamara. All right. How can one set themselves apart in PMM interviews, especially when there are so many good candidates hungry for these awesome jobs? How does one set themselves apart? Great question. I think, and this is difficult to share in an interview and really demonstrate, but for me, someone who is willing to roll up their sleeves and take initiative, being a self-starter and understanding how a product or a solution or a platform plays a role in greater business metrics, including the marketing funnel is a major bonus because that is what we are trying to do here. But at the end of the day, someone who is really willing to work hard to truly understand their audiences and bring those solutions to them to their product teams and to their customer facing teams. And I know that's a really difficult thing to articulate in an interview process, but it goes back to that DNA. Do you have the DNA? That's great insight. All right. As we wrap up, do you have any last thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? For instance, if they wanted to reach out and apply to jobs, where should they reach out? Absolutely. Well, first of all, we have to give a nod to Sherbert Tons of resources and opportunities to learn more about the product marketing craft and leaders within this craft to reach out to, including myself. So I can be reached over LinkedIn. We are hiring tons of product marketer leaders at Shopify are hiring as well. It's a growing craft that evolves, as I've mentioned, depending on the business and industry that you might be in, the stage of growth that you might be at. I'm always looking to learn from other product marketers as well. So excited to listen to these podcasts and hear what other tips folks have to share. Thank you, Tamara. That was an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today and to lend your thoughts to our listeners. I know I learned a lot, especially the PMM DNA stuff that you talked about, and I'm sure our audience did as well. And to everyone listening, thank you for attending another one of our PMM interviews episodes. Stay tuned for the next one where we will interview yet another amazing product marketing leader on their tips and tricks for nailing PMM interviews. Thanks all. Thank you for listening and special thanks to our sponsor, Launch Notes. Whether you're looking to drive higher user engagement, build greater trust with your customers, or make a bigger splash on launch day, elevate your product marketing team with Launch Notes. See why industry leaders like Amplitude, Hopin, and Loom love Launch Notes and why you will too at launchnotes.com.